We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty. My Uncle Gus is the uncle that likes to work the grill. As soon as he walk in the house, he's like, get away from that grill. You don't have to stop no fire. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. We're going to eat a hamburger, okay? Here we go. Challenge, throw the match. Now that's a fire. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm not cooking a Brontosaurus burger. The Fan. Hour number three, Danny and Dusty with you. Uh, if you've missed any of this show, uh, boy, it's been a doozy. Um, including my segment on smuggling. Yes, including including your where you did definitely 100% were not describing a smuggling ring. <laughs> Listen, man. Felonious <laughs> monk over there. Yeah, Just <laughs> don't look in a dictionary, but... <laughs> Listen, it wasn't Other the anarch- than that you were clear. It wasn't the anarchist cookbook of how to do it. <clears throat> so do you want to unveil that that's in hour, hour three. number three? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that's the hook. Come on now. Hey, let's get you off. distracted. Blazers, nine Woo, and four, n- number one team in the Western Conference. How about that? Who saw that coming? Uh how about this for third best record in the entire National Basketball Association? Oh. Is that good? I read on the internet, yeah, it is. It is really good. Uh, Blazers nine and four. They return home after we've talked about this. Um, it was a great four and two road trip that they had. See, I, I mean, it would have been a spectacular five and one. Five and one. Nuts. They were, however, five and one against the spread on the trip. Ragaton horn. You love it. Um, but three and three is a good trip. You consider that a win on a six game trip. Four and two is a great road trip. Five and one would have been spectacular. Um, moonshots happen at at six and zero, oh. but they go four and two, uh, and they've exceeded expectations really at every turn uh, this season. When you look at whether it's um, they've they've played eight games of those thirteen on the road, and how the road has been the bugaboo for the Blazers over mm-hmm. the last decade. Well, I mean, Moda has Moda slash RG has been a haven for basketball for the Portland Trail Blazers for twenty years. I mean, it has. The only period where Portland wasn't just a complete pain in the ass for opponents at home was the Jailblazers years. That's mm-hmm. it. But in the grand scheme of looking at this team, this has been a fantastic start, and they've afforded themselves some wiggle room, which is something they, over the last decade, they haven't been able to do. Oh, God, either. they've had to just slam the gas down post-All-Star break, give it everything you got, and you reach the playoffs and you got no juice. It, and this is, where, this is what starting like this will do for a team. Yep. Ultimately, though, I, I look at this team, and I may be more cautious than you are with saying that, 
look, I haven't dramatically moved anything with my expectations for this team. You you raise it up a couple of wins from yep. being a 500 team to just, you know, a few games over Three, 500. Three, four games over 500. Yeah. I went from 42 wins to 45 wins. Sure. That's kind of where I, I've... Well, then we're in lockstep there. Yeah, and that's, that's the difference between a play-in and six seed. Yeah. And I think this is a top six seed team. I think this is a team that avoids the play-in, knock on wood, of, you know, barring health. Now, they're winning on the road. Yep. Okay. They have done it not being healthy, which I think both of those things are, are usually things that push me over the top yes. with a team. Is Oh, you've been really healthy in your winning games. Well, the Blazers had their starting lineup once on that six-game road trip. And we have used that as a crutch for years of, oh, well, they haven't had, wait till so-and-so gets back, wait till... You know, Nurk is healthy. Wait till CJ's healthy. Wait till Alfarukamino's back. Mm-hmm. We've seen this iteration. We've gone through this year in and year out. And the it profiles a 53 win team with Alfarukamino at the power forward oh, position. Oh, my God. Hey, <laughs> But the reality of this team is that they have kind of cleared a lot of the barriers that you look for with a, a team that you do change expectations. And. I guess the question is, like, at what point do you? I mean, we are only 13 games into an 82-game regular season schedule. Mm-hmm. Looking at where they are, what they've done, okay, so there are three players on the entire roster who have played in every game. Do you know who they are? No. Josh Hart, mm-hmm. Drew Eubanks, okay. Nasir Little. Hmm. So one starter has played in every single game. And it's the starter that has... And the most around I, I will use the air quotes around the throwaway guy yes. on this team, which is he's proved to be very indispensable. Yes, Josh Hart, listen, he started very hot. He's struggled from the field a little bit. Uh, they haven't been able to get out in transition because, well, they're on a six-game road trip. They were shorthanded and they got tired. But I say all of that because it kind of frames where the Blazers are at. Mm-hmm. If you're looking glass half full, okay, without Yusuf Nurkic, who's missed the last four games and he's questionable tonight with an abductor, Drew Eubanks has started and played serious minutes. My question about the Blazers, number one coming into the season, was size. And it has proved to be problematic in long stretches. For instance, if you look at defensive frequency uh, for, it means opponents' shot attempts, the Blazers are giving up 38.5% of total shots on the floor at the rim with Drew Eubanks at center. Nearly 40% of opponents' shots... Or at the rim. Any, any, like when you said 38%, like that stat anywhere on the floor is alarming because that is concentrated. A team saying, this is where we want to go. Yes. Uh, the Blazers are in the fourth percentile in effective field goal percentage defensively. Remember, smaller number bad, big number good. Okay. Fourth percentile. Out of five? You know, out um, of 100. Out of 100. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, Rim field rim field goal attempt percentage, not field goal percentage. The 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 frequency of shots okay. at the rim, the ninth percentile. Uh, also out of a hundred. Yes. <laughs> this is not good. Forty percent of shots are coming from three. So forty percent from three, forty percent at the See, rim. See, some things never change. Again, this is just. They've been able to weather this storm, though. And corner three, almost 13% of shots are coming from there, which qualifies them for the sixth percentile. Mm-hmm. So when Drew Eubanks is on the floor, 50% of total shots come from either the rim or the corner. 
the two most valuable spots on the floor. And that is something that early in the season, they have in weathered. the preseason, they they were run into the corner, and it was like, okay, this length and this athleticism is fun to see because mm-hmm. they are getting to the corners. That has seemed to go, go away rather quickly. There's been some of that for sure, but also they've weathered this by by doing different things. Okay. Going to zones, being disruptive, still closing out better. There's been some shooting luck. The Mavericks, I believe, had 12 wide-open threes that they missed nine That's of. Bad. Which will come back to bite you. But yeah, also, yep. you had Josh Hart, who went 0 for 9. Lillard, who struggled from the field. You had a lot of guys struggle from the field in that yeah. game. So there's some compensation on both sides. The flip side of all of this is, even though they're giving up this high volume at the rim, they're allowing a league average finishing percentage at the rim. Okay. So it's not, it's not bad. <laughs> It's it's not that bad, but won't they, but won't, won't it that will bite them in the out? It, it will. Yes. It, the law of averages tells us that it will equal out, and, and they will get hurt. Just because their league average doesn't necessarily I mean that's actually kind of almost worse in a sense because they're still allowing more than basically anybody yeah. else does opportunities there, and if you're getting more opportunities at league average, that will bear itself out in the long run. I also look at it too, and you just sit there and you go. All right, the Clippers are gelling, and and they will start figuring it out even more than they are right now. Uh, they're eight and six right now. They're only just a, a couple of games back of Portland. So are the Golden State Warriors, which they're not going away. They're six and eight on the season. Like the Blazers are number one in the standings. Two bad games, and that that flips you flips from real quick. one to six, and that that's kind of where don't standings watch no, but be encouraged look by what patterns. this team is doing. Yes, look at patterns. Understand this team is, is better defensively. They make more sense. They're deeper. They're playing a different brand of basketball. Like again, the getting Nurkic back on the floor will do them wonders. I'm plenty critical critical of Nurk because of his limitations, but he's still four and a half inches and fifty pounds heavier than Drew Eubanks. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's a he's a bear to shoot over. It's like trying to shoot over a phone booth. A a, even when you're a large human being, it's very difficult to shoot over him. Yeah. He's a deterrent. He's He's mutually assured destruction in basketball form. Hmm. Like you yeah. see him in the middle, like, do I want to run into him and piss him off? Yeah. No, like because if he decides he wants to run me over, sure, I get an offensive foul, but now I got to pick myself up. Yeah, and it, that's not fun. It, and it will take time, but in the meantime, Jeremy Grant sure seems to be playing not at a really good level, but quite literally the best level of his career, like an all-star level. He, he is. He is that's the question is, if the Blazers maintain their current level of production, I'm not talking about first in the West, top three, top four if you squint. Yep. And a week away before final votes close in, what is that, middle of January? The Blazers yep. will have two All-Stars. Dame and Jeremy Grant? Or Dame and Ant. It, will be, it will be one of, they will get two. You think so? Because this story, this turnaround... Yeah. From last year that time yeah. to this year this time, my goodness. It's been incredible to see. My goodness. In six months. Yeah. In six months. like Again, Joe Cronin kind of downplayed it. Chauncey kind of downplayed it. But they both told me in private, and Joe told me on the podcast, listen, there's stuff going on behind the scenes that we're really excited about. Yeah. It just hasn't transitioned to the basketball court yet, like in front of everybody else. And I kind of like rolled my eyes like, uh-huh, sure. Like everybody looks like, good. I'm going to do that right now. Yeah, like. Everybody's scrimmaging against themselves, but you know I've gotten kind of a like a, a wink and a nod, like yeah, I, I told you there's some stuff there. But even then, they didn't expect them to be this good. 
The players didn't expect them to be this good. Well, they're back at it tonight. They get San Antonio Spurs in Moda Center. It's, a good it's test. exciting to have a good team. They get a three-game homestand against the Spurs, the Nets, and the Jazz. The Spurs are they've fallen back down to earth. The Nets won five, then got embarrassed by the Lakers. Kevin Durant presents some unique opportunities for them, but the Jazz game is the one that I'm really looking at. Yeah, the Jazz are you. You talk about the great story that the Blazers are the surprise of the NBA. Those are the two best stories in the NBA right now. Yeah, the Jazz and the Blazers, which I'm sure all of the national broadcasters are just thrilled about. <laughs> well, they don't have to worry about it because Blazers are already done on ESPN for the year. Yes, they had their one game against Memphis, and it was a great game. <laughs> great game. All right, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, we get the College Football Playoff Committee uh, unveiling their rankings number two. We got that next. Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Open Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Danny and Dusty on the fan <laughs> Alright, we get uh, the college football playoff Going Gangnam Style Going Gangnam Style Yeah you remember when this was the thing? Did, is Cy, did they imprison him for something yet? Oh, damn. What, why would he go, go to Wait, prison? no, he's from, he's from South Korea. Never, never mind, not North Korea. Oh, I was going to say, is he buying Dude, sriracha if, on the black market? No. If Cy was from North Korea, that would be like the, uh, this would be like the success, <clears throat> success story of a lifetime. Yeah, no, no. L- yeah. listen, man. No. Well, uh, it's nothing like Kim Jong-un nothing hitting nothing but hole-in-ones, but. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. He moved on after, he moved on after his first game of golf because he mastered it. Uh, he is 44 years old. Mm. He got married. Good for him. He's 5'7". No, I, I think he's okay. I bet you that Gangnam Style money is probably pretty good. Yeah, oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, he is. Cut he's me off some Gangnam up. Style, right? All right. Uh, we got college football playoff All rankings right. coming out tonight. Um, again. And this is, this is a really interesting, um, Rankings because of the fact that we have our we had our carnage out west. Mm-hmm. We knew it was only a matter of time. 
And I hate this ranking, by the way, too, because it is the one wedged in between two basketball games on ESPN. <laughs> so we don't know what time it's going to be at. It's somewhere in there. It's going to be like a floating time. This is the college football playoff rankings. Like, no, you should have a set time for these every single week. Like, 4 o'clock it should be, here they come, and then you can play your basketball game. It's a little weird that they don't do them before the basketball games. Yeah, like, just show us rankings, get us out. It shouldn't take very long. It should so, be a pretty quick 15-minute hit. Yeah, bam, 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 bam. It, uh, I don't like it. I don't like that I'm going to have to be watching, but I, that's exactly why ESPN is doing yes. this. So we're watching at least a portion of the basketball game. Programming. Too. The end of one game or the beginning of another, we're going to watch it. Ah, dang it. Um, but all eyes are on where the Pac-12 sits a- after this week. What's the shakeup? Um, Oregon will fall. It is how far the Ducks will fall. And look, this is the thing to keep an eye out on. It's not about you know respect that Oregon gets. It is if Oregon does not fall too far, that will tell you that the playoff committee wants to give the Pac-12 a fighting a chance to get their yep. one one loss team. What's in. the cutoff? Twelve. For Oregon, yeah. I, yeah, I'd be worried if they're if Pass they're 12. below twelve no. because you UCLA is going to fall, they're and gonna, that's going to be another fall, one fall. too. Is does UCLA? How far do they stay in the rankings? Because. Now you have a two-loss UCLA team that wasn't getting much love from the committee anyways at 8-1, and one, uh, sitting at, at number 12. They're inside the top 20, though, right? If they're inside the top 20, they're, they're trying to give USC a puncher's chance. Yeah. And if, if Oregon is 12 or higher, uh, they're, they're trying, they're trying the to give USC a puncher's chance to get in this bad That way there's two, there's two possible games for, actually three if Notre Dame stays in there. Yep. Three possible games for USC to get top 20 wins. Yeah. And also, I think this is a week where the Beavs may find themselves back in it again. They, they should. I mean, because that loss to, to Washington is not bad anymore. You got up off the mat. You punched Cal right in the face. Um, and so I, I think that this could be a good week for the Pac-12. Um, but if, uh, then again, look, in all honesty, what happens to Tennessee. That's the one that I'm going to be really interested in. Do they drop? Is Where is Tennessee at in, in these rankings? Because they put the hammer down on Missouri, they're at five, and how close is that wiggle room between USC and Tennessee going to be? Because remember, LSU jumped. They jumped mm-hmm. USC, and they were ahead of them. And you, don't, you can't have too much room in between you and the Vols for there to be a real serious push to get into that college football playoff. When the rankings come out tonight, are, is LSU still in front of USC? I, yes. No, I don't think so. You think they bump them up and go, I think they will. Okay, because and, they, need that, they need that launching pad and it's the, the LSU is the third SEC team? I think they, they don't, they jump, USC jumps them because the committee can look at USC handled their business mm-hmm. And LSU had a tight one against Arkansas, mm-hmm. and they can say the the razor the margin was razor thin as it was blah yada yada yada, and because LSU barely beat Arkansas, yep, they squeaked out. It was thirteen ten that game. Um, it was old LSU football. It looked like or uh, not LSU old SEC football. It looked like SEC football from two thousand three. And that is the that is the big worry though is if USC only moves up to seven. Then it's a problem. I think then then you do look at it and you say, well, 
goodness. They got to go Georgia, Ohio, because I don't think Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. They're not moving. They're not moving. I don't think TCU is moving. Nope. And TCU, that may be one of the best stories. Sonny Dykes, think of Sonny Dykes. Mm-hmm. He was hired from Louisiana Tech to go to Cal. Mm-hmm. And it was, he got Jared Goff. Jared Goff was a number one overall pick. Yep. But his tenure at Cal was a failure. Sure. He goes to SMU. Mm-hmm. Has su- success at SMU. Gets them back on track. And then parlays that into the TCU job. Mm-hmm. And in year one, Sonny Dykes is 9-0, and has beaten Texas, and is in in prime position for the college football playoff He's in year one. five ranked teams at the time. So he has had success at Louisiana Tech, SMU, TCU, failed at Cal. That tells me more about Cal, Cal and than how Dykes. hard of a job Cal is mm-hmm. than anything else about Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes is a damn good coach. He is. And let's not forget, like, TCU is not the, listen, Cal is a tough place to recruit to. TCU is a tough place to recruit to. Yeah. They, now, they get a dude every now and then. Every now and then, along comes a Ladanian Tomlinson. I mean, they're in Dallas-Fort Worth. They should be. You, you can, but they're the fourth option in that area. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got just, deep pockets. So NIL they, is going to be really interesting with TCU because yes. the, their boosters they are more of the in the shadows. Yes, if you have never seen TCU Stadium, it is immaculate. It is go, a pearl in the desert. Google image that bad boy because it is TCU's facilities in general. So cool. Their, their facilities yeah. in general, like the school, like everything out there, it's beautiful. I. The the football stadium looks, I, I don't know. It looks like a like a, I don't know, like a like a like a Mexican town square. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it, really cool. Looking. It is. It's very cool. <laughs> that that whole the whole set of a TCU is is very cool. But he he in doing a great job there. I mean, Cal should be looking uh, taking a long look in the mirror at themselves right, because right. of that guy alone, and. I think that that should highlight how great of a job Jeff Tedford did there. And it shows that you need your administration to be on board with you if to have a athletic success. You do need to be able to get some guys in that normally wouldn't be able to get in. And by some, I mean, like, I don't know, a lot. Like, you should get 8 to 10 every year, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, that And that doesn't mean you have to go and, like, just – get guys that can barely spell their name but no you go and you get some guys that don't wouldn't normally qualify for cal academically and you get them in and you have to get a lot more than what they're doing right now you have to have a lot more wiggle room than what cal has right now uh because what jeff tedford did jeff tedford got got guys from the bay area to stay in the bay area guys like marshawn lynch who who he got him uh, out of oakland and said you know what you're not leaving the bay area we're going to keep you here and that was when Cal was at their height, man. When they had guys like, you know, Marshawn Lynch and Javid Best and, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson. You know, Aaron Rodgers was quarterback. They had they had some dudes back in the day. And it's a hard place to win right now because the academic requirements to get just get into school, period. Got to have some wiggle room. There's man. no doubt about that. And you take a look at just kind of, again, we talked about this yesterday with, with what Wilcox has accomplished down there and having to move on from their offensive coordinator. I think he's done about as good a job as you can do down there, considering the limitations that are around him. I think he's a good coach. He is a good coach. But, yeah. like, that's, again, the, the whole point is Cal. But back to the, the... Oh, back to these rankings. Rankings, though. I don't think the top four change. Tennessee's probably sitting fifth. 
And then you got to see SE at six. You got to see uh, uh, for the Pac-12. I think it's huge. SE is at six. How worried are you about SC without Die? Uh, very worried. Not just from his ability as a running a runner and a receiver out of the backfield, but his pass pro. He is might be the best pass pro elite. running back in the country. Yeah, he he and he is a leader. Oh. He, that's big. That's a big loss. For those that don't know, Die suffered a devastating leg injury in his football career. In college, at least, over. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's an NFL guy as a special teamer or something along those lines, but he's got a long road to recovery. What was the official? What was the official injury? Uh, I just saw it listed as devastating. So, I was. I'm imagining that was probably a compound fracture underneath those. Cool. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. They haven't. Gross. They haven't made an announcement. I just heard devastating. So. Oh, what a bummer. Anytime, I, anytime I've ever heard leg injury and devastating and it's not the knee, it's usually a compound fracture. I'll tell you what, there should... Well, they there, brought out the air cast. Like, yeah. that That should pretty much tell you. And there's a lot of worry, too, for Oregon fans after the rash of injuries that they had um, with Bo Nix, mm-hmm. who... Um, I don't know if Bo, Bo Nix is still getting that bad boy evaluated on. I can tell you that much right now. And then you have Ryan Walk... Alex Forsyth, I mean, cross your fingers and hope that those three guys are healthy when, when it comes back around. And Oregon State has got a rash of injuries too, man. I mean, when, it's that time of year when Coletto goes down and Jaden Grant goes down, Jam Griffin goes down. I mean, was it six Beavs got hurt? Like this is the, the November. This is where you just got to get through. It's be, this is where the war of attrition becomes very real across college football. But I I would expect. <clears throat> that we see SC climb and, and jump over LSU. Um, the fall for Oregon, I bet 11 or 12 is where you see him at um, from there. UCLA, like 16 to 18? A probably, yeah, probably 18-19-ish. And then Oregon State, I think you're going to find your wiggle your way back in. That's, they, were that's there, they were there on the coaches' poll yeah. heading into the week. Yeah. Oh, I should say uh, coming out of the week. And also keep this into consideration. Number 16 lost, number 17 lost, number 18 lost, number 21 lost. A lot, a lot of room in there. And uh, again, at the bottom. Who is, who is Oregon State's losses to? Oh, number 24 to? lost as well. Who, who is Oregon State's losses to? Uh, Oregon State has lost two very good football teams. USC, lost to USC Washington, Washington, and Utah. Utah. Yeah. It's good. All and, eight okay. teams. And in the cases of USC and Washington, one score games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good team. Yeah. Uh, right now, the books opened on USC UCLA as USC one and a half. Oh, uh oh! How worried are you? I'm a little worried about that line. All right, a little worried about that line. Listen, All right. no Travis Dye is a is a big hit. Okay, I, I will say that right out it's of the okay. game. Okay, Dorian Thompson Robbins said they're going to put up sixty. They on want to put up a sixty. Well, here's the funny thing: <laughs> they could hang sixty on USC. They could. Their defense is not good. The problem is. USC can hook up. Can hang seventy. <laughs> like that's the flip side of all of this. Oh yeah, that's very true. Good point. <laughs> that's a that's a great point on all accounts. Yeah. All right, five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Here's Jeff Rust, and he's got a Sports Center update for you. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland Sports Leader ten eighty. The fan. A little, uh, little news. I, I, I worry about this. Go I worry on. about this quite a bit. This is World War Three? <laughs> nope. Also worry about that. Mm. 
Goonies 2 is on the way. We're going to have a Goonies 2? We is are. This, is this real? Is this real? It's, it's listed in IMDb. I mean, that's that's the definitive source for all things real and fictional. Uh, I saw that uh, Adam Bjornsson, who I go to for all my Astoria movie news of coin, uh, because he was in Goonies. Was he? In Ninja Turtles 3. I didn't know he was in Goonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's in there. Is he Coasty? He's from Astoria. He's from Warrington. He went to oh. Warrington High. He's a Warrington warrior. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yes, he is a coasty. He uh, tweeted, "It's happening." More to come on Coin News tonight. And he posted a Goonies gif, and I've seen this rolling around. There has been some scuttlebutt about a Goonies two coming out. They are going to ruin this movie. Listen, man, don't you? you like, what do you? Josh Brolin and Sean Astin are I riot. Now, if Brolin and Astin are in, I'm in. Well, it looks like Corey Feldman's in. Robert Davi, Robert Davi's in. Cindy Lauper is going to have a role. Okay, I am. That didn't help me. That didn't help me. So Feldman's doing a money grab, and uh, Cindy Lauper, she's hawking everything these days. Like, I'm not going to sit there. Well, you want me to go watch a movie for because Cindy Lauper had a song in the original? <laughs> what is her role going to be in this one? Hopefully, a non-speaking one. Uh, now, no, I think actually she plays like a maybe a homeless type person in it that tracks oh as you can tell my by my cindy lopper slander not a fan now robert davi that means that they're going to be are fratellis they're really going to bring back the how you can't have another fratellis storyline yeah well they're gonna have to do it without ann ramsey well and uh she's she's real dead right didn't chunk die or didn't uh do chunk (laughs) not chunk i'm right here not chunk chunk's not dead um sloth didn't the guy who played Sloth die? John, Mat- oh, I think John Matuzak has passed. Yeah, I think John. Yeah, Matuzak. I think that was a few years ago. Um. Oh, uh, yes. Super dead. More than a f- uh, 1989. Super dead. Yeah, that would be a, a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. <That'd> yeah. Be- <laughs> He's been dead for over 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well. Been um, dead longer than Will Norton has been alive. There you go. Because here we'll put it this way: they have Cindy Lauper's character's name as Bean Soup Annie. Well, that doesn't mean that she's some kind of drifter, or well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think kind of the coast. I think Bean Soup Annie could be a proprietor of a store over there, a restaurant <laughs> right next to the crystals. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm not going to come I'm, get your lentils look, and your crystals. I'm not going to. I'm not going to shame Bean Soup Annie. She could play a prominent role in the in the she economy sh- of she Astoria. Sh- she shouldn't. I'll tell you that. <laughs> not, well, not, you really have a thing against Cindy Lauper. Don't, don't you? like her, man. Yeah, girls mm. just want to have fun, dude. I, just, I hate that song so much. <laughs> yeah, every time it comes on, it's like, it's like triggering. Well, that song's it, that song's mm. playing when they uh, when they hold Brant to the car and they're mm-hmm. they're driving around those dangerous roads. That was one. I think that may have been the first movie that I saw where I go, no, he'd die. We're, yeah, <laughs> like, we're, that, that, like, we're like we laughed at attempted murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like being far too young and looking at it, going, no, no, there's no way that he's okay after yeah. that. No. <laughs> We've tried that. He didn't live. He got impaled by a tree limb. Yeah, I go down the driveway and I get the speed wobbles. There's no way that this is happening. No, no. Hard pass. Hard, hard pass. All right, so Goonies 2 is going to happen. All right, let's get you set. And the Goonies house is going on the market in Astoria. If you have $1.6 million, you can buy it. See, that needs to happen. 
that need that needs to happen because what I need one point six million dollars. Yes, uh, agreed. Would I buy that house with it? Probably not. But I'll yeah. take the one point six. Uh, agreed. You do need it. You do need that dough. But um, the people need to sell that house because. Like there's a bunch of signs posted in front of it that's like don't take pictures, don't park in front of the house. Like you live in the Goonies house. Yeah. Like what are you thinking, dummy? Yeah, it's it's an iconic home in Astoria, Oregon. You paid above market rate for the house for that purpose. Yeah. This is you it's the Goonies house. Also, that house over a hundred years old, hundred almost hundred and ten years old. Wow. We were looking at it, I was like, hmm, I wonder how old this is. Looks it up. 1914. Whoa. Really? For 1.6 million. And it's not it's not even 2000 square feet. It's like 1935 square It looks square big. Feet. Like it has like a lot of windows and yeah. stuff, but it's really I think a lot of it's probably just well, attic it was, space. It was built in 1914. They weren't really worried about the square footage there. I don't know, know? man. Looking back at some of those old houses, like, like I said, I live in Newburgh where there's like generations of houses. Yeah. My, my little 1,200 square foot house, and then there's like a 5,000 square foot house that was built alongside <laughs> Herbert Hoover. So it doesn't make a, that Everything neighborhood goes back to Herbert. It Hoover. does. It's six degrees separation, yeah. but it, like nothing out there makes sense. And I would imagine that the zoning and the, uh, the build ordinances for Astoria weren't real strict in 1914. Yeah, Astoria, Astoria, the oldest city in the state of Oregon. Is that where they the Lewis and Clark ended up? Was that Astoria? Uh, well, if you ever go to the Seaside Roundabout, that's that's what I thought. It's it's right there, right? Yeah, yeah. Why are you guys looking at me? I don't know. Aren't you? The, you're, well, well, you're, you're, coasty, the, I'm, I'm, you're coasty by blood. They had that yeah. statue there at the roundabout. I kind of figured that's why it was there. Oh, the Seaside. No, they just put that statue there. I believe it was. Uh, uh, Wasn't that Astoria like, like at the mouth of the river there? Wasn't it a story like at the mouth of the river, like right there? Yeah. Look, the text sign will get us on this. All right, 503-250-1080. Listen, um, I'm from California. I don't all, know Oregon history. All I know is that they were not impressed by their journals Stop from it. the state of Oregon. They, huh. they, they, they did not like it one bit. Yeah. All right, uh, sports night. We got sports night. Um, and Danny needs to explain why he hates da- uh, Cindy Lauper, apparently, because hmm. there's very there's several texts. Gosh, why do you hate Cindy Lauper so much? Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Okay, do we have a Beastie Boys anniversary Is this today? a 40th anniversary? 36th anniversary Ooh. of uh, License to Ill dropping. Wow. God. I couldn't remember if it came out just before I was born or just after I was born. Now, your mullet and bomber jacket, Rust, I'm imagining you, you rocked out to this. <laughs> Ten-year-old Rust. Listen, man, I'm, yeah. I'm not anti-Beastie Boys. I'm just, I, I understand the impact they had on, on hip-hop, metal, music. I will accept no Beastie Boys slander. Me it's not slander. I'm just, it's just not for me. Now, Cindy Lauper, I hate. Okay, what's up with your hate for Cindy Lauper? People want to know. Hey, listen, man, I will tell you this right now. Everybody has their their songs that are out there that drive them absolutely absolutely crazy. When that song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, I don't know if it's associated with a memory or what, but I hear that song and I want to break things. One of the textures said, show me on the doll where Cindy Lauper hurt you. Listen, I don't know where. I just, that that, that sound makes makes me grind my teeth. There's just certain voices that are out there that I just can't stand. She starts the song, Because which is funny because like in that same era like Kate Bush 
Like the, the song, you know, yeah. gaining popularity against Stranger Things. Banger. Love it. Great song. Cindy Lauper, can't stand it. Does anybody know what she sang at the beginning of that song? No, no. No idea. Rust? Get up in the middle of the night. Yeah. My father said, when you going to live your life right? Yeah! <laughs> there he is. God. Yeah. Terrible. No? Terrible. What? Oh, okay. Want to take this The guy who listens to metal. I see your true colors. <laughs> Listen. Oh, you are evil. It's evil. It's good line. Yeah, huh? no. And it's in. Listen, my wife in the car, if metal comes on, she's like, I have a headache. Yeah. Yeah. AKA, your music is not yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Is I get it. I, everybody yeah. has their thing. Can't stand it. Uh, this text on the fan text line. Sometimes I'll just listen to Cindy Lauper all through the night. God. You need to be stopped. <laughs> You're lucky there's a piece of glass between us. What? That's not good enough for you? Stop. You're just reading Cindy Lauper songs now. Do the next one. I see. Now that you guys have your big old midday show, money changes everything. <laughs> there it is. Boom. <sighs> time uh, after time. Go through this with you guys. Okay. Yeah, you know who that is for me, I'm going to make though? Danny have a change of heart. You know who Jesus that is Christ, for me? And this is going to sound like sacrilegious to a lot of folks out there. Journey. That, what? Journey? No. Oh, okay. What? What a weird guest Journey is. Listen, some people, <laughs> listen, we were talking about Journey on the podcast of the day. I can't remember why, but there was a, a distinct uh, pushback against Journey. No, uh, it's Celine Dion. No, I can see that. I don't. Celine Dion, very high pitched voice. Yeah, that's just not for me. It's almost it's almost whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Maybe, that makes sense. That'll make me I, go. I that. Change yep. it. Change so it. Your, your heart doesn't go on. No, it doesn't. No, okay, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, that's right, Rust. I can do it too. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he can. <laughs> he just needs to know another Celine Dion song, and he'll just he'll keep going. <laughs> but people are like, oh, best best voice of our generation. <laughs> okay. For you, yeah, not for, for me. again, not for me. For you, yeah. This is why I say I, I, that's just, why mm. you you don't like Cindy Lauper. This this boy does probably not a lot of the same thing. reasons, like the same kind of tones. I just not not for me. Yeah, we had a really good uh, text though uh, from a texture. Is like Goonies was the first movie that like you connected with, and you were like, "That's home." Like that's us. Like there's a lot of a lot of movies from elsewhere, but mm. it was like in Oregon, about Oregon, like Stand By Me. It was distinctly that Oregon. That, that was fake Oregon. Yeah. They weren't even trying to be from real Oregon. No. Um, they tried to kind of sell that as the Midwest. And you want to see a dead body? <laughs> That's distinctly Oregon. Yeah, well, no, they did say it was in, in what, Pilot, they called it Pilot Rock, Oregon? But the, the kind of packaging felt had, yeah. like a Midwest Americana feel to it. Yeah, it, it. I mean, but no, Goonies was it. And we had Short Circuit, Free Willy, Goonies. Ninja Turtles three, man. That's what those that's are how it goes. movies in nothing, Kindergarten Cop. N- Kindergarten Cop. Nothing but it's not just, a Tuma. It's not a Tuma. And what's the what's the Nick Cage one? Pig? Oh, that one's recent, yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. That's the, the holy right. trifecta of movies. You're doing it. God. Alright. <laughs> uh, so Danny will be one of two places tomorrow, here or prison. Uh, <laughs> tune in at noon to find out which one it is. It's not for smuggling Cindy Lopper. Uh, <laughs> uh, Killing Jeff Rust. We have Blazer Spurs tonight at 7, Maction on ESPN2, and how about this, College Football Playoff Rings? We'll be back tomorrow from noon to 3. Up next, Primetime with Isaac Soup. Have a great one. Bye. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.